Welcome to the Live, Love, Die podcast. My name is Tori. And my name is Elena. Join us every Monday as we share stories, interview guests, and have genuine conversations about the salon industry. Hashtag LLD. Hi, everyone. It's your girl, Elena. Um, I am solo dolo this podcast. Um, My co-host is recovering from a gal's weekend. I'm also slightly recovering from my vaccine, so we thought it would be fun if I did my own solo podcast today. So, I kind of wanted to kind of dive in to some more hair stuff. I know we kind of talked some different things last time, um, but I kind of wanted to like talk about like burnout in this industry and how to cope with it, how to deal with it, because I feel like as an industry... I don't know, I just feel like people look at us and they're like, oh, you do hair? Like, that's fun. And it's like, yeah, it's fun, but it's also exhausting listening to everyone's life stories and making sure, like, you know, you're keeping your clients happy and it's a service that we provide. So obviously, we want to make sure, you know, everyone comes in and feels great and they leave feeling even better. And over time, that just drains you. Um, so I'll kind of share a little bit about, I guess, my story. Um, and I haven't even been in the industry for, like, as long as some of my other coworkers, so I can only imagine, like, their burnout and their, you know, their stories are probably more in-depth, too, that they have. But I guess I've been doing hair for, like, um, 20, I don't know, I would say, like, four to five years, you know, like, a year in school, and I was kind of just doing hair, like, on the side with friends and family, you know, playing around. And then I actually did a lot of hair on myself. Like I would cut my own hair. I would color my own hair ever since I was like mm, 13, 13 or 14. Um, I was never happy whenever I would go get my hair done. So I would just go home and get some box dye <laughs> and dye it myself or cut it myself. So I've been dabbling for a long time with hair and makeup, but solidly into in the industry, like on my own, it's been like solid three years. And I guess the last year and a half, even before COVID, I was really questioning um, kind of what, where I was at and why I was doing what I was doing. I had a lot of anxiety uh, that was surrounded, you know, with doing hair. I think a lot of it was because I was new and, you know, some of my coworkers have been doing it for, geez, 10 years more. Some of them have been doing them for 15. So I was just like really, I don't know, I guess I was just nervous a lot of the time um, because everyone around me had so much more experience and then also like my clientele was older so you know I am in my late 20s and or like mid mid 20s when I first started and a lot of my clients would be you know like mid 30s late 30s 40s 50s up until like 80s 90s I had a 90 year old client she was awesome shout out to our lol we love her um And so I felt like I had no authority over a lot of my clients, you know, I kind of like let them tell me what they wanted and like let them direct how everything went. And so then I was always kind of like scared to do what I thought would be good, which is obviously, you know, in this industry, you got to do what you got to do and you're an expert in it, right? Like we went to school for this. We studied, you know, in California, it's like 1600 hours. Like we have a foundation in what we're doing and we should know what we're doing um and so 
I just was always scared, I guess. And so then I had a lot of anxiety coming to work. Like, I would freak out before I'd have to come in. I would, like, physically get really sick. Um, just, like, looking over my books and be like, oh, my God, like, I know this person is, their energy is different. And I am, like, trying to think of, like, questions already to think about, like, in our conversations so that way it's not awkward or, um, like, I don't, I can deal with awkward silences, but, like, I, if I don't have to, I won't. So I'll try to fill those spaces, and I'll just keep asking questions or keep talking. A lot of my friends know this, like, personally about me. Like, I don't shut up. Um, but it's not because I want to keep talking. It's just because I'm so uncomfortable with silence that I'll do anything to fill that void. <laughs> and sometimes, obviously, that's not fun, and sometimes silence is okay. So, yeah, I just had, like... My actually, my boss and I talked about this like recently. I feel like I've well, she, you know, I haven't been like fully diagnosed, but a lot of people deal with like imposter syndrome, and I totally feel that's me because I'm like constantly, am I good enough? Like, are they gonna listen to me? And um, you know, I am younger, so I just feel like people don't listen to young people. I don't know, that's just my personal thought, but anyways, and then COVID happened, and then we were closed for like six months. And I was really starting to question, like, do I need to stay in this industry? Is this what I want to do? Am I enjoying it anymore? I have a lot of anxiety. Like, is that just from me personally or is it from work? Like, I was trying to figure those things out. Um, anyways, and so I, I applied a bunch of different jobs and I was just, you know, trying to find other things that I think might be something I would enjoy. And... Nothing really came along until I actually got hired for the USPS, <laughs> um, and that was an interesting experience, so I'll kind of talk about that. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to leave hair completely, but I didn't know if I still wanted to be in it, so I took this position, and my boss was really chill about, um, you know, she was really understanding, and she, it was really nice, like, I was able to just, like, kind of take a leave and see, like, where my head's at, and I'm um, super grateful for that opportunity, so I started working, and talk about burnout, oh my gosh, this place is, I feel bad for anyone that has to work for the federal government, or, well, maybe not the federal government, but for the post office, it was just terrible, like, I was there, was working, like, 13, 14 hours, I worked almost like 13 days straight one time without getting a day off. I was walking like 40,000 steps a day. Um, I already lost like five pounds within like the first like week and a half or two weeks. And it was just a lot. It was a lot of burnout. I was exhausted. I would wake up. My body was like physically swollen every day um, from like walking. And then only I would come home at like almost nine just to like shower, have a quick bite of some something and then go to bed so I could wake up at five and do it all over again. And so I was getting really burnt out there and I realized I, one, do not like the silence because you're alone. I was literally delivering mail. So I was alone by myself for 13 hours a day. And you're not really, I mean, you could listen to music, but you're not really supposed to. So I was trying to, you know, follow the rules and stuff. But I started to really realize, like, okay, well, definitely hate this. Um, I don't like working by myself, and I don't like not having else anyone else around me. Also, like, the job itself was just not exciting. Like, 
you just drive and you have to hit all these quotas and it's just not fun. And so I realized, okay, well, if I don't enjoy this, then what do I miss about hair? And so I started realizing, you know, obviously I miss who I worked with. Like I was, I mean, I am, I'm very lucky to have a solid, amazing group of people that I get to go and work with every day. Um, you know, everyone is very, it's very team oriented where I'm at. And I feel like if I didn't have that, then I definitely would have left hair for sure. Like that's kind of one thing that really pulled me back in. And, um, I missed obviously connecting with people and connecting with clients, connecting with my coworkers, but also like I miss being creative. Like it was just not, there was no way to be creative what I was doing. And so called my boss and I was like, all right, and thank you for my opportunity for like seeing the difference. Obviously I, I hate it. So I want to come back ASAP. So I was really happy to be back in the salon. Um, and I think too, like what, what we were different, like where I work, I feel like we're different in the sense of we're not like normal hairstylists. Like most people will like rent a chair or solo salons and those are super fun. And I think that's really awesome for certain people. But I know for myself, I need like stability and structure and it becomes overwhelming when there's too much going on. So being an employee is super helpful, super beneficial because we're all like a team. So we have our front desk, they help, they take care of like any of our clients' questions, they help with, I mean, everything, honestly. And then not only that, it's like other stylists, like say, you know, I am running a little bit behind and I need some help with blood drying or putting a toner on or something like that. And someone else is around, um, you know, I'm, I can easily ask for help and everyone is super helpful and totally willing to pitch in. And that is something that I feel like you don't find everywhere. And that's something I'm super thankful for. Um, and I feel like just like the burnout that we get as stylists is one, because what we do is exhausting. We're on our feet all the time. You know, most people more than eight hours a day. Luckily, like where I work, we try to keep it within like a six hour range. So that way you don't get burnt out. And I really appreciate that. I think that's helped a lot. Um, and then also like, uh, you know, hitting, we have certain levels and stuff that you, you know, maintain. So like when you level up, it's like, okay, cool. You're a level four then, you know, maybe you only work like three days a week instead of five or stuff like that. So there's little things like that that you can look forward to and know like, okay, on my days off, like I can do this. Or if people have families, they can, you know, take care of their families and be with them. So I, I really love the structure. I <clears throat> appreciate the structure that we have. And I also just hope that like, with COVID and stuff that we as a society learn a different work-life balance. Um, I think that's something that's really important to me now and I didn't really realize it when I was younger because I feel like, I don't know if this is like a millennial thing or if it's just me, but I honestly, I hate calling in sick to work because um, I feel so bad. Like I'm like, oh no, like my clients... Um, you know, not only me for like my job, but I know that people feel this way too. It's like you're missing so much or there's things that you know you need to get done, but like you're 
physically sick or, you know, you need like a health, a mental health day. And I, you know, from like talking to my friends and stuff that it's not just me that feels this way. And I hope that with the changes that, you know, people can work from home and stuff, we're able to like realize that we should prioritize ourselves first and work is not the most important thing. And, you know, obviously it is important, but, you know, who you are and your life is obviously more important, I think. And I think that with, like, the systems that we follow and stuff, I know it's to help us with our work-life balance. And I hope that as a society we kind of change because I I think the Europeans got it right. Like, they know what's up. Like, I think, I don't, don't quote me on this, but... I'm pretty sure, like, once you start a new job, you, like, automatically have, like, a month of vacation for some places or something like that. Like, they're very much, you know, traveling and living your life and being out and about is super important in that I think that's super important for us as humans to engage and see other cultures and see other things besides just, like, our computer screens or our work, um... And that way you have like different perspectives and you can bring them back to, to your job. And it's like a whole collective. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about like the, like the burnout and stuff of it. And I'm, I know every industry has their own type of ways, but I think just as an industry, if we could like be super supportive of each other and really help build each other and it's like I find it really helpful now that more people on Instagram are like sharing their tips and tricks on how they did stuff for cute like Instagram videos or social media or even like formulas hair formulas and stuff like I think if we all can just share and be open that's gonna just benefit everyone and maybe like as a whole I mean this is dreaming big but as a whole like we could get benefits and we could get you know retirement and we could be looked at like as normal uh, like I don't know normal compared to like other industries I guess I don't know if that makes sense but I hope that my sharing of kind of like my burnout and anxieties of different things um, might help other people and I think just you know surrounding yourself with great people around you that lift you up and help you when you're down will obviously make you know the burnout easier and obviously try to not not get to the burnout area right like if you're noticing things and you're seeing things that you know are triggering or potentially like hey like this is too much like it's okay to say no like I have a really hard time doing that and I'm really trying to take this year and and do those things and be like look this is not going to benefit me I'm going to step back and I'm going to say like no and I don't need this and it may be hard but like I obviously feel a lot better and I'm not stressed about certain things um, because I, I notice those things and I try to you know take action instead of it letting instead of it taking action over me if that makes sense so I would totally love to hear how everyone else kind of deals with like burnout in other industries too. Like teachers, I can't even imagine teachers this past year and a half have probably gone through the craziest things. Um, And I just want to spread positivity and it feels really weird doing this on my own. So Tori, come back because I miss you. 
But yeah, shout out to all the hairstylists, all the cosmetologists, everyone working and grinding. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep making the world beautiful. And let's hope, you know, our industry is on the change. It's on on the up and up. Things are getting busier and better, which is awesome. And I hope that, you know, we'll be acknowledged as a solid really awesome dope industry and we'll get treated just like everyone else get vacation days get sick days all those things so anyways that was a little bit of my Sharon Sharon tell sharing and tell I don't even know okay stay tuned for next week hopefully we'll have some more guests coming on soon we'll have some people come on and talk about their experiences at our salon and also other salons that they've been to, and yeah, have a blessed week, start off your week great, and be safe, don't do anything crazy, okay, bye.